From Santa Barbara, California, the Timeless Voyager series, where the knowledge is timeless and you are the Voyager. Interviews with leading-edge authors and speakers, psychic phenomena and the unexplained, UFOs, extraterrestrial encounters, government cover-ups, alternative health care, new technologies. Fasten your cosmic seatbelts and join me, your host, Bruce Stephen Holmes, the Timeless Voyager. Now, my next guest today is Pamela Osley. She's the author of four books, Life Colors, Love Colors, Infinite You, which is her most recent one, and Make Your Dreams Come True. Pam is a consultant, a radio show host, a professional psychic intuitive, and aura expert. She has appeared on ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, Fox, The Dr. Oz Show, The View, the Ricky Lake Show, Coast to Coast with George Norrie, Hallmark's Home and Family, Gaia with Lisa Gar, and many other television radio programs, including Timeless Voyager Radio many years ago. Pam has been featured in many national magazines and has a very extensive clientele, including many celebrities. Pamela has spoken at the TEDx the International Forum on New Science, Fortune 500 companies, and many seminars for professionals in the psychology, education, health fields, and more. She was awarded the Holistic Transformational Leader of the Year Award by the Global Association of Holistic Psychotherapy Coaching. Pamela Osley is the founder of AuraColors.com. It's a site designed to help you create success, joy, and fulfillment in every area of your life. She also developed lovecolors.com. Now, this site is designed to help you find love and friendships by matching you with people who have compatible aura colors, and so on and so forth. Welcome to the Timeless Voyager, Pam. Great to see you again. I haven't seen <laughs> you for so long, and, and, uh, and I alluded to the fact that you were one of my very first guests back uh, in uh, 88 and the 89 uh, uh, Timeless Voyager Radio, and you were on many, many times. Uh-huh. Wow, we, I, we've been alive that long? Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have. I know that you're a lot younger than me. Yeah, 26. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, yeah. Um, so I don't have a planned show because... You are so good at just emptying the moment. Why are you laughing? <laughs> that I'm gonna I'm gonna hand this over to you, and every once in a while I'm going to interrupt so that I have a reason to be here. Okay. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, how would you like How would you like to start? Um, well, you know what I can tell you. What most people are interested in right now the main questions I keep getting and the fun stuff that I'm hearing, you know, I mean, on top of being able to be psychic, intuitive, clairvoyant, all that stuff, expanded consciousness. That's what I like to call it. I've expanded my consciousness so I can also talk to the other side, quote unquote, the other side. So I've been getting a lot of information from the other side. So we can talk about one, my two favorite subjects right now 
are what they're telling me what is going on with humanity and where we're headed and what's ahead. And then number two, my other favorite subject is discussing it's quantum physics, parallel mm -hmm. universes, because um, I'll have, I'll have no problem with that because I've, <laughs> I've been discussing that for years. So, you know, that oh, so let's continue. I like to discuss it in a, in a way that people totally understand and then show them how we use them to be able to better our lives. Just like I, I explain to people when we discover something like aerodynamics, um, something like that, then we should be able to use that to better our lives. I want to get into um, parallel universes because um, again, if we discover something like that and physics has discovered that those are real things, then we should be able to use it just like aerodynamics. We discovered aerodynamics is a real principle. And so now we can get on a plane and fly around the world instead of, you know, in a matter of days or hours instead of months to years. So those are my two favorite topics to discuss right now. You okay if we just fly off with those for now? Is this information also in the book that you wrote called Infinite You. Um, a lot of the information in Infinite You and my Quantum Leap course on my website are all about how we're evolving into a new okay. species, about how right. we're, um, it, we're expanding, we're evolving. And so what I teach people is all these new abilities or these expanded abilities that are basically natural for us. So yes, it's all, it's all entangled, Bruce. And you're going to hear okay. me using a lot of quantum physics the language in there because that's what I like to study. So you're going to say you're going to say when I least expect it, entanglement. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's all entanglement. So anyway, when I've been talking to the other side, because I get a lot of people asking me questions about, oh my gosh, it's, everything's falling apart. We're doom and gloom. We're falling apart. That's not the information I've been having. So just to back up a little bit, first it was explained to me why we had COVID. COVID was to get us to stop. Right, just stop and be quiet and go inside because we're all running around like chickens with our heads cut off. Oh, what a gross! I don't know why we use that expression. Anyway, we're all busy and 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 not listening inside. And and when people when COVID hit, basically it gave permission for people to stop. It forced us to stop. Everyone went inside. Hopefully, the majority of people went inside, got quiet. And Bruce, it's amazing how many of my clients called up and said, "I don't want to go back to my job. I realized I'm stressed out. I'm not happy." I don't want that job anymore. I want to do what my heart and soul is calling me to do now. So that was the purpose, believe it or not, behind COVID. It wasn't to destroy us or anyone who wanted to leave could. But anyway, so then I went, all right, so what's going on? Where are we headed? And so basically they said that we've been in this type of phase before. We had the Dark Ages. We had the fall of the Roman Empire that went into the Dark Ages where we had a pandemic. We had the Black Plague or the Black Death, whatever you want to call it. And they said, and what emerged from that was the Renaissance, which was a radical new way. There, Newtonian physics showed up. The world wasn't flat anymore. Um, they started traveling. The Earth wasn't the center of the, the solar system anymore or the galaxy. The printing press came out, so there was mass communication. Uh -huh. So we had a Renaissance. And the people in the Dark Ages couldn't even have fathomed I'm sure what was going to emerge in during the Renaissance. I mean, new art, new philosophy, new beauty, new, new, new literature, new consciousness emerged in the Renaissance. So what they, I've been told from guidance from the other side or from higher guidance, whatever you want to call it, is that we're 
now entering, we're headed now into a new renaissance. Now, the first renaissance or that renaissance, the older one, was based on Newtonian physics. And this new one that we're going into is based on quantum physics. And so for, I'm sure your audience knows what Newtonian physics is, but basically Newtonian physics said it was a, a mechanistic world. It's a big machine, a biological machine and whatever machine. Newton quantum physics is focused on that. It's all energy and consciousness. And so all this new, all the new technology we have right now, it's all based on quantum physics. So the new things that are emerging right now, our new life is based on quantum physics, energy, and consciousness. Now, what I also learned was in the beginning of the 1900s, which is when quantum physics started emerging, um, they were talking about consciousness as fundamental. And then the war hit, and all those physicists got pulled over to having to deal with technology around the war. So it got pushed over to the side. Well, it's all starting to take front stage now it's it's emerging again and so the cool stuff that's coming up with it oh my gosh it sounds like it sounds so science fiction and when we get into parallel parallel universes that will even sound even science fiction but a lot of things that were considered to be science fiction before are now science fact i mean just space travel and travel alone and cell phones and sliding doors i didn't realize that we got sliding doors because of star trek i didn't know that that was the first time we saw sliding doors like wow and cell phones and all that so what the the technology that we have going on right now is all based on quantum physics but what people don't realize is that our consciousness is basically entangled it's part of quantum physics. It's all consciousness. Anyway, so what they've been showing me is basically, this is going to sound outrageous. I'm not religious. So this is not religious at all. It's that we're headed for basically living as souls on the planet. We're bringing that higher level consciousness onto this planet. So we're living as aware and conscious souls on the planet. So they're showing me, Bruce, that everything's going to change. The financial situation is going to change. The health our education, everything is going to change. And what's interesting is it feels like it's taking forever for this shift to happen, but the old stuff's falling apart, as we can see. I'm sure you've had that conversation for the old paradigm, the old structures, the old systems that we have are all falling apart so that new systems, new consciousness, new levels of our understanding of who we really are, consciousness and energy, is going to emerge. Right, the old the uh, the the old the wineskins the old wineskins have to be thrown out so that the new wineskins to hold hold the new wine. There you go, there you go. And so it's the 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 caterpillars falling apart so the butterfly can emerge. I'm sure you've heard that uh, analogy. Of course, of course. excellent. So it's interesting because they've shown me so many images. Like for example, I'm just going to share some of these images um, because maybe you haven't heard them before. I kept going. Why are we so divisive? Why are we so divisive? What is happening? It's like the world is like separating out and div divisiveness. And then they showed me a cell and they showed me when a cell in biology is ready to grow into a new being, it separates, right. becomes two cells and then separates again and separates again, not to be destroyed or go off in their own way to create a larger entity mm -hmm. to create something bigger. Went, oh, okay, good. So then the, dichotomy then the opposites the them against us whatever didn't bother me as much when all the cells are dividing so we can grow then the other thing they showed me 
So I go, it feels like we're going backwards. Oh my gosh, it's like everything, all the progress we made, it feels like it's getting pulled back and back and back. And they showed me a slingshot. It's like, oh, <laughs> so everything's getting pulled back. And right. then at some point, feels like it's just going to quantum leap. And I've just, I've talked to a lot of people who have had near-death experiences. And, you know, I can talk to the other side too. I can see past, present, future, all that stuff. So I'm getting this wisdom, this knowledge from people who have had near-death experiences and come back with experience, with information, with wisdom, with knowledge, but also my own experiences, my own out-of-body experiences, my own talking to guidance on the other side. So very optimistic. It looks really bad out there, but it's all falling apart so that we can emerge as a new species, as a new consciousness, as a new being, right? Everything's going to be different. And it's interesting because, it, again, Bruce, you and I talked about when getting ready even for this. Why is it taking so long? It's like, I think at some point that 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 slingshot is going to let go. Sure. And I'm hearing that from a lot of people who have come back from near-death experiences with that same, like, we're on the precipice. There's big stuff. So that's the first thing. And it's so weird because, uh, look, at, it blows me away that, you know, like cryptocurrency, it's like, oh, my gosh, they're making money out of nothing. I mean, they're, they're, they're creating it out of nothingness, out of technology. And I go, well, that's kind of what we did with our paper money, too. <laughs> Sure. There's no gold behind that. We're just trading pieces of paper and there's no substance behind it. So all of that system is going to change or everything is going to shift. Um, so anyway, that's one of my favorite subjects because it's optimistic. Otherwise it could get very daunting out there. Right. So, yeah, you know, wait. just, to, just to kind of like <laughs> another possibility or another perspective, uh, just a little different. When someone develops a piece of property, if there are old houses or old buildings on there, the first thing they do is they clear them all away. <laughs> Once they've cleared it all away, then then and, and of course, you if you if you take a look at that, this could be a period of a year, couple of years when all this is happening. So from the perspective of day by day, it looks like what are they doing? This is horrible what's happening. And yet when they start, you know, oh, they're going to do something here. But you still don't know what it's going to be. It could be another few years. All of a sudden, what emerges is something that is really nice. It's new. It's all. It has everything. And now you see the whole picture. And, of course, the problem, which I, I'm going to introduce you to, <laughs> is the illusion of time. Okay, that's it. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I know. That's where we get into other things that I've been told. Yes. Like, even when people have near-death experiences, when they go the other side, they see all their lives happening simultaneously. Because there's no, it's not linear time over there. We've created the concept of linear time right. for the three-dimensional three experience. So what I've learned, what I've been taught, and I, it feels right to me, is that we're all here having experiences to add to the grand consciousness or God or all that is, or I don't even know what to call it anymore. Everything, the, 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 the mass being source, God, whatever word you want to put to it. We're all here having experiences to add to that consciousness, to be able to experience things. Um, and right now we're choosing the, this, this accordant, this physical experience even though what is amazing to me is quantum physics is saying there's nothing physical to who we are. It's all just 
energy. I mean, they can't even find anything solid to who we are. It's now they're down to, well, it's not atoms. We thought that was the smallest. Now it's subatomic particles. Now it's not even the smallest. It's quarks and bosons, subatomic particles. Now they're even thinking they're vibrating strings. But at the core of reality, there's no physical substance. So it's all consciousness. It's all thought. So we are all having different experiences. There's no good or bad, right or wrong. We can judge it if we want, but that's why I see everybody having different experiences. So that brings us into the, the, the just playing with it, parallel universes. So if we are infinite, eternal beings, and there's really no such thing as time, there's multiple realities, there's parallel universes. And what I just, what I, when I heard that that was a real thing that physicists have, and you could go look at the double slit experiment to find out how they think that the parallel universes are a real thing. But I went, well, if those are real, we should be able to use them just like aerodynamics to change our lives. So I know you probably discuss parallel universes on your show a lot, but I, in lay terms, this is how I explain it to people. So basically what they're saying is every time you make a choice, there's an aspect of you that goes off and does that choice. And there's an aspect of you that goes off and made the other choice, but they exist simultaneously. They're both existing. We've been taught that there's only one reality. So we're focused on one thinking that's the only one there is. Mm -hmm. But when we find out that our thoughts and our choices matter and that we can change our reality, I used the same ex the example of radio shows. So right now, in the room that you're in right now, there's at least 10 radio stations broadcasting. So if you, Bruce and I are both in Santa Barbara, if you go to 99.9, you're going to hear the show, the music, the talk that's on that station, that frequency. So that becomes your reality. Now, if you change the channel over to 101.7, you're going to hear a different show. You're going to hear different music, different reality, different. That becomes your experience now. That becomes your reality. Now, 99.9 .9 is still playing around you. It's right there. You just don't, it's not part of your conscious or your physical reality because you're not tuned into that frequency. So what I learned is, and, and th we've got this now in law of attraction and visual, creative visualization and your thoughts matter but you can change the channel. We know we can change the channel, Bruce, on our TV, on our radios, on our cell phones. All we have to do is change the frequency, right? So did you ever hear that story of how I how I created a relationship in my life with that understanding? Did I share that story with you? Well, I actually lived that story with you. <laughs> nope. So, <laughs> so but you should share it, share it with everyone else. It's a good okay. So I went, okay. So if, if parallel universes are a real thing, so this is how bizarre this is, you guys. I and mean, we have it in the movies right now. I mean, we've got the latest one about parallel universes, which amazes me that they won awards is um, everything everywhere all at once. It's parallel universes. Um, back to the future, uh, sliding doors, frequency, um, one of my favorites is the movie Yesterday. They're all about parallel use universes, back to the future, all parallel universes. So here's when I first discovered that those were real, that they had evidence they existed, I started experimenting with it. So years and years ago, almost close to 40 years ago now, Bruce, oh my gosh, and I'm only 27. I don't know how that happened. Anyway, 
um, I fell in love with this guy, just like, oh my gosh, that's who I want to be with. It was just uh, everything faded. And that's all I saw was him. And I went, oh my gosh, this is my, you know, this is the love of my life. I need to be with him. He wanted nothing to do with me. Right. It's like, nope, you're a blonde. I don't like blondes. Nope. Not, not never going to be a nope. Uh-uh. But, and he moved from Santa Barbara to the East coast to be in a different band on the East coast. He's a musician. And I was devastated. Um, and he was there for a couple years when I started learning about parallel universes. So I realized that in universe number one, in that universe, my belief was I wasn't lovable. I wasn't attractive. He was never going to come around. This wasn't going to work. But it was, it was my beliefs, my thoughts that were happening in universe number one. And that's what I was experiencing then. So I started doing this meditation exercise where I would imagine myself going into another universe. Um, and I would look at that universe. I, I, I actually envisioned a membrane because I'm very visual. So I saw myself parting like a curtain or a membrane and going into universe number two. And I looked around. I went, no, he's still on these coast. He's seen some girl. He's happy there. I would feel guilty if I brought him out of that because he seems to be doing great. So I didn't want to stay in universe number two. And then I went into number three, same thing. It's like, no, nope, no, nope, I still didn't feel good about myself. He was having a good time. No, nope, I'm not going to stay in this universe. So I kept going into different universes in my consciousness, in my imagination. And I went into universe, I'm going to call it universe number five. And in that one, Bruce, I could, it was very real. I could feel the grass. I could feel the sun. I was meditating outside. I could feel the sun on my skin. I could feel it. I could breathe it. And in that universe, I observed him on the East Coast giving notice to the band he was with, breaking up with the girl he'd been seen, going to Iowa to see his meditating friends, going to L.A. to see his rock and roll friends, and coming back to Santa Barbara. Now, this was two years after he'd left. And I hadn't had any contact with them. So it was real. And in that universe, I felt lovable. I felt like he missed me. I felt like he actually, in that universe, we were in love with each other. And he was coming back and we were going to be together. So I saw it. I felt it. I felt it as a very real universe, just as much as the first one that I left. And so two weeks after I did that meditation, that exercise using my imagination, I called him up. Now, remember, I hadn't talked to him two years. I called him up. I wasn't stalking him. Why would I stalk him in that universe? We loved each other. So I just called up to see how he was doing. I go, so how's it going? He goes, well, two weeks ago, I gave notice to the band. I'm not going to see this girl I've been seeing anymore. She's too young. I'm going to go to Iowa. I'm going to Los Angeles to see my friends, and I'm coming back to Santa Barbara. And Bruce, we have been together since. So that is like 38 years now. I know that. So I, mean, I, <laughs> I lived that story. You forget that. But yeah. anyway, that's right. Yeah. But here's what's, here's what's, now what's interesting is this is, you know, when people hear a story like that, they pick out and pick and choose what they want to remember. So I want to try to underline a few things. Is that you felt it. Now, people don't realize how important that was. So I'm expecting you now to take a moment. Yeah. Talk about feel. Would you mind doing that? Just so yeah, the people feelings. Understand. Absolutely. Because it's important because the thought is important. It's frequency, but our emotions are energy and motion. So it was important. I want to add real quick. Um, when I felt, I felt lovable. I felt I could feel that he loved me. I 
felt our souls connecting. I felt positive about myself. I felt that I was lovable. And it was very real. That universe, universe number five, was just as real. The physical feelings, the emotional feelings, the mental thoughts that I had, it was just as real as the one I'd left behind. It's like changing the channel on your TV or going to a different movie. You get the experience of that new movie. You feel it in your body. You feel it in your emotions. You have the thoughts about it. That's where I was. I was actually living this one. Now, what I did, you guys, which is a, a key, is I didn't have to overcome something. If I was in universe number one, I was going to have to heal myself. I was going to have to um, um, change him. I was going to have to convince him that I was lovable. I was going to have to overcome things. I was going to have to work really hard. What I did was I dropped my energy on that one. I stopped putting energy into it. I stopped believing in it. I knew there was more than one universe. So I just stopped putting my energy here and I put my energy, my feelings, my physical sensation, I put all my energy into this new universe. Now, Bruce, as a caveat on this, because people go, well, maybe you just stalked him. Maybe he just changed his <laughs> mind. It was still the same universe. But watch this. In universe number one, all of my girlfriends were single and complaining about it. They want to get married. They want to have babies. You know, the whole bit. All of them were single. When I shifted into universe number five, my girlfriends were engaged. They were getting married. They were already planning children. It was like, whoa. So it wasn't just me, me in this universe. Lots of things changed in universe number five, like quickly. Okay. So it's like, wow. So lots of circumstances. There were still same people in my life, but they were different also because I had aligned with a different universe. So the emotions, the thoughts that we have, our thoughts and our beliefs give rise to our emotions, give rise to our feelings. So I aligned them all and I aligned with that universe and stepped into it. So it's because in the Vedic scriptures, the same technique is called Ritambara Pragya, which is the thought becomes the form. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and and so that's a great a great example of that. And why why that's so important, I think, have you tell everyone in your root in words, is that <clears throat> when a person spends their time, let's say, reading the Vedas or whatever, okay, it's highly unlikely that they. Well, I won't speak for everyone, but most people are not going to relate to it. It's, it's a story. It's like. Well, you know, that's good, but that happened then. What? Tell me about now. So in your situation, you're telling about now and how mm -hmm. you applied this same technique, which has existed for as long as mankind has existed. Yeah. It's not, it, but, it, but it, you could say it's a secret if you want. It's not really a secret. It's just that nobody really knows about it or pe most people don't know about it. And here you are telling people about it. <laughs> well, and it's a it's a consciousness. It's been a lot of the spiritual teachers and mystics and sages have been using different language, but it's the same thing. It's our thoughts create reality. Our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions, our beliefs create our experience of reality. And so I proved it to myself. I experienced it myself. And the cool thing, Bruce, I don't know if you're seeing this or not, but I'm seeing a whole lot more of this information coming to the surface. More and more people are interested. Look, at I've been seeing auras for, oh my gosh, 39 years now, 
almost 40 years. I've been seeing auras for a long time. When I first started doing my psychic work and seeing auras and giving people readings, that wasn't accepted back then. It wasn't mainstream. Now more and more people, I'm hearing people on the mainstream media talking about manifesting and putting your thoughts out there and putting your order into the universe. I'm like, oh my gosh. So the consciousness is evolving. The reason I share this information with people and the reason I do like my quantum leap course, I teach people how to bend spoons and how to um, do remote viewing and how to do non-local mind and how to talk to the other side is basically to expand our consciousness to show us we're not these limited little biological machines that, you know, we're born, we age, we die, we get sick in between. It's like, no, that's not who we are. We're more expansive. So I feel like part of this shift that is happening in the consciousness right now is our evolution, our evolving into a higher level of understanding of who we are. Now, you've been on this path for as long as I've known you, <laughs> so um, <laughs> you understand this. But a lot of people are just now hearing about all this, and it seems to be emerging very quickly. So yeah. there seems to be something in the mass consciousness that I believe is basically going to shift things. It's already shifting things. It's just the old side of us that's resisting that. I mean, change is scary for a lot of people. They don't want change. I mean, there's a part of me that has a hard time. I, I'm still stuck between these two worlds. It's like, okay, but this looks very real. And, and, and I can touch it and I can feel it looks very real. Yeah, but I also know it's energy. It's consciousness. And I shape it with my thoughts. I create with my thoughts, with my who I am with my soul. No, 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 no. It's a physical reality and you have no say over that. And it's really hard work and you've got to work hard to make something happen. Ah! So we're in this, I feel like we're in this in-between state, which is why I feel like we're seeing the conflict out there between the old and the new that wants to emerge. Feels like that's. Well, yeah. Theory. And, it, and I think uh, an interesting story that one of the sages that I was with uh, once told, which I thought was a great story. He said, imagine there's this man, and he lives in a little shack. And he's been in that shack for all of his life. Very comfortable in that shack. It's a little tiny place. It's nothing special. And there's a knock at the door. And he goes to the yes. Okay, it's the person who owns the shack and says, you have to get out. And he says, I have to get out. It's, it's not for me to tell you why. It's for me to tell you to get out. So the man is just, he's unhappy. He's out, so unhappy that he's even walking backwards, looking at the shack as it's getting smaller and smaller in the background. He's thinking to myself, everything is just going in direction. Now, if he only turned around, <laughs> he would see that there's a castle actually waiting for him. So he needs, he needs to make that shift, though. Otherwise, yeah. he will continue to look back at what he lost, what he perceived he lost, and not what he's what he could perceive that he will gain. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, Donald Hoffman, who's a physicist, I heard him speak the other day, and he said, "Imagine if a baby, if you put virtual reality glasses on him since he was a baby, and virtual reality glasses, and he that's been his whole world, and he's growing up and growing up, and he's got that." Um, just that perception of reality. And then they take the, the virtual reality glasses off of him. And he looks around, it's like, wow. And this was a physicist talking about this. And he said, and that's what's happening right now. We're taking 
the, the virtual reality glasses off and it's jarring. It's hard to understand. And he was talking about going beyond even quantum physics. It's like there's something else going on that's even beyond quantum physics. So it's an interesting time, Bruce, and it's also can be challenging because we're looking at the old shack instead of turning around and looking at the castle that's ahead. And so it feels to me that the more and more people, the more and more of us, not that we need everyone to, I know that I can shift my reality just on my own, but it seems to be easier for me and for all of us if a lot of us have are, are growing into that same perception. Just like, can you imagine, Bruce, the first person that came back and said, hey, the world's not flat, it's round. I'm sure people are like, yeah, I don't think so. I can see that it's flat. What are you talking about? How long it took for the masses to accept that or even flight, you know, getting on an airplane, how long it took the masses to just accept it. I mean, we accept cell phones right now. I still look at cell phones and go, I, <laughs> I understand psychic work and being able to see past, present, future, parallel universes, bending spoons. I understand that better then I understand how my cell phone works. I can talk into that phone and somehow my voice goes to the atmosphere of little zeros and ones or whatever bits of information and can go into my sister's phone in Europe. And it's my voice that comes out. It's like, how did that not run into lots of other things? It's all frequency, but mm -hmm. it's still mind blowing to me that that technology works. All right. Now let's, Let's talk a little. Can we can we um, move towards uh, the book that you wanted to talk about today? I'm yeah. talking about I'm talking about your mystery that you wrote. Would that be? Oh, okay? yeah, yeah. I have your, five books. The latest one that just came through me, Bruce. This. Hold on, I gotta get. This up, let me put this up on the screen. Okay. The morning to John is the name of the book. <clears throat> tell, us, tell us a little about the book and, and what you're trying to accomplish with this. This came, this story came through me. I woke up one morning with this entire story in my head, in my consciousness. And at first it came through as a screenplay first. I put it into book form and I wrote it in four days. It just came through me. So <clears throat> I feel like, you know, when McCartney said yesterday, just he woke up, he dreamt it. Same with Sting who wrote, um, every breath you take, it just came through. This story just came through. And basically, it's all the quantum physics concepts in there in a mystery form. And I can tell you that basically what this is, just to give the teaser, is it opens up on a scientist stealing a small piece of cloth and leaving a note. And then we find out later that he had stolen a piece of the Shroud of Turin. And if people know what the Shroud of Turin is, it's supposedly the cloth that they wrapped Christ in after he died. And it supposedly has his image and blood on it. So he steals a piece of the Shroud of Turin and says that he's going to clone from it. And then 30 years later, this mysterious man shows up in New York City and befriends a young writer, a newspaper writer, and starts teaching her the secrets of the universe. And there's a lot of twists and turns and surprises and like, wow. But the, the, the principles of entanglement and non-local mind and all of that, all these things we're talking about, this new consciousness is in the story, but it's in a, it's in a 
it's in a story in a quote fiction form. But Bruce, get this. I wrote this years and years ago where the movie came through first. And <clears throat> over a decade after I wrote this book, some of the experiences in that book actually happened to me. Like, for example, in the book, the fa her father's in the hospital and he's in the bed laying next to the door and his roommate is this cranky old man who's in the bed next to the window. And the nurse's name, the nurse that comes in to help him, her name is Tess. And years later, my dad, I walked into the hospital. My dad was in the bed next to the door. He had a really cranky old man next to the window and their nurse's name was Tess. I was like, oh my God. So <clears throat> it was like, basically I wrote my future story, but I learned from that story what happens then in the hospital, I actually did. So it's like, wow. <laughs> so somehow either, yeah, I believe I created it, but, or I could have been picking up psychically what was coming. But I do want people to know with the parallel universes, which is, is they have a choice which way to go. Um, and so that creates our reality. And what I wanted to add to that really quickly, we can go back to the story in a minute, was our future about re-emerging so that we're living as conscious souls on the planet. We still have free will and we still have, there are parallel universes. So people can not go that direction. They can, according to quantum physics, Bruce, there's a world where we didn't win the world war, the second world war, the Germans didn't. So we're all speaking German. This is your physicist saying this. They're also saying that there's a world that existed that we had a nuclear Holocaust and we blew the earth up. That one actually exists. Um, we're focused on the one we believe in right now. So our future is still personal. It's still individual. Your soul is having your own personal experiences and you get to choose what you want to believe in and how you want to play that out. And that's the reality you're going to experience. Um, when people go, well, how are we experiencing this linearly if time doesn't really exist? Um, if it's all holographic, it's all happening simultaneously, which is basically what we're finding out even with quantum physics, that it's all here right now. I mean, Einstein even said, even if you haven't got, gotten to a lake yet, you're driving somewhere and you haven't gotten to the lake yet, it doesn't mean it doesn't already exist. It just means you haven't experienced it yet in your experience. So I use the analogy, imagine that you want to see a movie and I hand you this whole reel, this whole spiel, this whole reel that goes into the theater, right? I go here, here's the movie. You go, I don't want to see it like this. I, so we run it through the projector to be able to experience the whole movie, the, 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 the feelings of it, the picture, the story, we run it through the projector, which is basically what we've been doing with our lives is we're flowing it through so we can have the experience of time and space. But the trippy thing is, is physics are saying that there is no time or space. Can you imagine? I mean, I can't even imagine how that's going to affect us, Bruce, other than just what you said. We can experience anything we want at any time we want. We have free will. So it's just going to open things up. To me, it's more fun. It's more exciting. It's more adventurous. We're more in charge of our own lives and our own experiences instead of the victim consciousness that has been on our planet for so long or that we've been experienced and we still experience. Um, that's why it was so interesting to see everything everywhere all at once. It's like they still did the victim stuff and the consciousness, but at least they were showing different parallel universes. It well, didn't seem yeah. to have control over it. 
it's my it's my own experience. I'm not I'm not changing anybody else out there. It's my own experience. So I can go into universe one and all my friends and Bo will be in that one too. The guy's name is Bo. I could go to parallel five. Everybody's there in five having their own experience. I'm not changing them. They're changed in that universe that I'm going into. So um, I have a tendency not to operate out of fear, Bruce, um, because that's what stops us. So I don't have this fear that I'm going to time travel or go into a parallel universe and get stuck in a ship. Um, it's a different thing. It's all energy. It's all consciousness. So for me, I'm not changing anybody else. I'm aligning with where they're already different. They're choosing to be like Bo chose to be with me in universe number five. In universe number one, he didn't. In five, he did. I'm not changing him. So I, I'm not responsible for his choices. I'm responsible for my creating reality. Um, you can say that's time travel. It's the, again, it's to me, it's all energy. So I don't know how you get other than if you believe something solid, you're gonna, you could get stuck in, but that's not. The thing is this, that what you're saying is very important in, and it's very important for many reasons. One of them is that you caveat of this whole story by saying that we now know these things that come from the quantum or the quanta, the quanta areas, quantum physicists are now saying this is the way it is because the, the first belief was that the first belief from the newtonian side of physics was that happens in the quanta does not happen here so therefore right. it's not really relevant that was the first thought but after about 150 years of, of all this uh talk and, and theoretical physics and certainly with, with certain everything else we now know for sure that yes what is going on in quantum physics or the quanta level is actually what's happening here. We just don't know that. That's part of the illusion. The illusion is that we've created the idea of this quote-unquote instability or whatever the heck we want to call this. We're the ones yeah. who created the illusion of reality. It's not the yeah. quanta. The quanta operates the same way here as it does. or if, if There is no down below, but you know where I'm going with this. So, yes, yes. Yep. So, so what you're saying, why, the reason it's so important is because you're saying, look, it's time to, quote unquote, wake up, wake up to this fact. This is a fact. It is not a fiction. I'll right. let you continue because I like listening. Well, they, have a, they have a new understanding of reality, which, by the way, that's why I don't understand about time lock, other than if somebody wants to believe in it, like the placebo effect or whatever. If there's no time or space how can there be a time lock if time doesn't exist but we can choose to experience time and space for the experience i don't believe that we're here karma like we're being punished or we had to come back down here and it was like i want to get out of here it's too hard here we chose to be here we're having the experience we're adventurous souls we wanted to have this experience and i feel like now we're so tired of it being a nightmare or a struggle or hard work they were starting to go, yeah, now I remember reality's not that. Now we, we can create our reality with more fun, more ease, more joy, more freedom. It's like, I, I feel like we're in the process of waking up, if you want to say it that way, or realizing, and physics is saying the same thing. They're questioning, they're starting to see that what we've been taught is reality is not reality. And you hear this a lot from people who have had near-death experiences. They say that it's like when you wake, when you go to the other side, it's like you're waking up from a dream. 
that all the stuff here is like a virtual reality. That's why I find it so fascinating, Bruce, to see our technology mm -hmm. is leading us that way. It's showing us that it's a virtual reality, especially if they can't find anything solid, the substance, right? To, to matter, yeah. there's nothing solid. Right. So it's a virtual reality or we're dreaming it, which is what a lot of the spiritual teachers and mystics and, and sages and shamans were telling us all along. It's mana, it's an illusion. So if we're going to dance in the solution, we might as well have fun with it and know that we create it, not that we're a victim of it. So, so one thing I wanted to, to say, and I think this is, oh, I think it's important, is that what people need to get from this, though, is that you're not telling them, and this, you've been very, clear, but I just want to kind of underline it. You're saying, I am not, this is, I'm sorry, I'm talking in your voice. I am not creating this. I am not manipulating it. Is that correct? You're not manipulating it. Or are I'm you manipulating them? It's like something to have to change. I do feel like I'm creating. I'm creating okay. my experiences. I'm creating my illusion. I'm creating my dream. I'm creating my own movie. Um, that's how I feel it is um, for the experience. For the experience of it, just I I feel like we're here for the same reasons we go to the movies. <laughs> we watch movies. Sure. No, hundred percent there. It's a, I always think of it as a ride at the amusement park. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same thing, same thing. It's like, I'm tired of being in this teacups now, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and I like um, roller coasters, but I don't know about in my life, I'm over the roller coaster. <laughs> right. Let's not forget, I want to tell everybody, all of Pam's books are available on Amazon.com and, of course, your favorite bookstore, too, if you want. Um, we and really have... Go ahead. Yeah, my website, auracolors.com, A-U-R-A-Colors.com. I have yeah, I a ton can, of stuff there. I can show that again. There it is. Um, I'm not. This is not a segue to the end of the show. I just want to make sure that we let people know that these are mm -hmm. things people can do to, to learn more about what you do. You uh, alluded to two books. There are other, other books. Do you want to talk about any of the other books or not? Well, no, just, I mean, I've got, I see auras and the auric personalities have different colors to them. So my books, Life Colors and Love Colors, talk about the auras and relationships and it reflects who you've chosen to be in this lifetime. You still have free will, but it reflects who you've chosen to be, just like your astrological signs, your numerology, iridology, palmistry. It just reveals to you what you've chosen for this lifetime. So those two books and then Make Your Dreams Come True is all about helping people identify the beliefs that they're living their life on, you know, hidden beliefs, things they don't even know. So I have a lot of games in that book, helping people and um, uncover their beliefs that might be causing them problems and showing them how to change them. And I use games and fun things and processes to help them learn how to change their limiting or negative beliefs into something that gives them more fun, freedom and joy and love in their lives. And then Here's Infinite U, Infinite U is my, the same as my Quantum Leap course that's helping people expand their consciousness. I teach them how to do all those things we talked about. Um, seeing outside of time, psychic stuff, intuition, medium, talking to people on the other side, talking to your guides, remote viewing, um, non-local mind, uh, mind over matter, healing your own body, seeing auras. All of that's in my book, Infinite U. And then the live, the workshop based on that book is my quantum leap workshop where you actually get to experience it, not just read about it. Which I don't have a, a, a poster of, but I know it exists. 
<laughs> the quantum leap. Oh yeah. You can just go to my website and go to courses and go, go watch my TEDx talk on there. Cause I talk about all of this and you can see the outline of everything you learn. And Bruce also, um, all the, all the courses and meditations that I have on my website, they're all money back guarantee. This is about helping people wake up and emerge and expand and have more freedom and more joy in their lives by freeing up, by challenging what we've been told about the nature of reality and who we are. And the more of us that can do that, the easier it's going to be. You know what? I, I learned how to bend spoons from an aerospace engineer. If you can believe that, he was an aerospace engineer. He taught us that it was all energy, learned how to bend spoons. Um, and it was funny because when we're trying to do it, it's like, oh, this can't be real. This can't be real. As soon as one person in the class, their spoons started falling over, then all the rest of us were able to bend our spoons. So as soon as we saw someone else do it, it's like, oh, it's real. And then ours went. Now so, that's, that's, even that is, you did it so quickly. I'll just comment on it. What you brought up was an important point. And that point was that until you, and I'm gonna, again, my air quotes, until you believe, it can't happen. So it's just not an exercise in thoughts. That's what's important about today's show. This is what you're saying. This, this is you brought up. Feeling is very important. Believing is very important. Yeah, and we learned everything by practicing it. It's like learning how to walk, learning how to talk, eat, drive, write—all of those things. If we believed those weren't possible, we'd still be crawling on the floor. <clears throat> right? So I'm just sharing what a lot of the consciousness is coming up with now, and especially the quantum physicists, because I don't like to, I don't want to sound airy fairy. I want people to know there's physics behind this. They're validating and proving what the spiritual teachers and mystics and shamans and, and sages have been saying to us for centuries. Now, quantum physics is finding evidence that what they're saying is real. That magical thinking, it's like, oh, actually, it's real it's consciousness it's like just because to me it makes life way more fun and interesting and expansive i don't like being i think that's that's the important point here that, that you're making and that is that this can be and in your case is part of life so yeah. a person especially people that sit around and say eh, you know there's nothing happening i'm so bored i'm going to move to a different town well guess <laughs> who goes to that town selves so they're there so once you're there you're always there so you're yep. the only thing you can do is add the experience to who you are and then of course everything changes you don't have to go anywhere yeah that's right it's an inside job we've all been taught that it's an inside job we shift inside the outside world changes we can't bruce i've noticed in the world right now it's always been them against us these are the good guys now these are the good guys no these are the bad guys these are the good guys these are it's been lateral wars and conflict and them against us the only way to solve this is 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 verticals up it's up it's shifting our thinking i mean einstein even said that that a problem can't be solved by the same thinking or the mind that caused the problem in the first place so it's time to inside shift what we're believing about reality, about life, about ourselves. And then you get to have your experiences because you choose to have them, not because you feel like you're a victim. And I feel like that's the that's the process I'm in right now. So anybody that's hearing us right now, Bruce is in this parallel universe with us or alternate or same frequency as us. Um, 
then we can shift. We can change. You can change stations anytime you want. You can change channels anytime you want. You can change the movie anytime you want. That's what I've noticed, Bruce, is we get, as, as humans, we get very attached to our stories, very attached to the feelings, the emotions, the drama, the story. So then it's really challenging to change the, the channel, change the parallel universe. But that's the key is to drop the story create a new story and then we could have a different experience well pam uh, before i say goodbye <laughs> I, you've just you've probably summed everything up just now it's almost like i'm going back but i don't know if i'm going back or not is there anything else that you'd like to say that you feel that can add to and wrap up what you've t talked about today you know what? I would love for people to know we're very adventurous beings. We're very adventurous souls. We're here for the adventure. We're here for the fun. It's not supposed to be hard work, unless you want to have the hard work and the drama and the war stories. I mean, if you, if you want those, get the juice out of it. Go for it until you're over it, and then you can choose a different movie. But there's no good or bad, right or wrong. You're here for the experience. We're adventurous souls. You're not being punished by being here. Um, you chose to because you thought it was going to be fascinating and interesting and you wanted to see how it felt. So give yourself some credit. Get off your back. Um, let yourself love yourself the way you are and everybody else. We're all just souls having different experiences here. And we signed up for this together. I, I mean, we could get into a whole story about how it's really just one consciousness, Bruce, and it's different aspects of that consciousness having different experiences, but you're okay. You're okay. We're here for the movie. We're here for the experience. We're here for the fun, for the ride. And I just want people to know they have more inner power to create what they want than we've been taught to believe. Well, there isn't much more I can say at this moment. <laughs> Folks, you've been here today with Pam Mosley. Pam, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks, Bruce, for playing at this level. It's always fun to connect oh, with you. It was great. It was great. And, and for the rest of you, I want to thank you for listening to Timeless Voyager. I really appreciate you watching and listening to the series on both video and audio players. That one thing you can do for me as the founder and the creator of Timeless Voyager is to hit that like button. It doesn't cost anything. It doesn't uh, cause any problems. Just it helps me. And please subscribe. Uh, it helps keep uh, me on the air so that I can keep producing content like the program you just watched on a regular basis. Subscribing and liking are free, and those very small actions on your part are greatly appreciated. My name is Bruce Stephen Holmes, and I hope that your own personal voyage through life towards the development of your highest potential is a joyous and successful one. <laughs>